All right, guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. As always, my name is Dom, and this is your home of good environmental news from all around the world. This is episode 72, and as always, for a quick overview of the uh, the stories that I've got for you guys this week. So we'll start off learning about a school in India where the parents pay the fees with plastic waste, then a modular electric vehicle that can go from a pickup truck to a minibus and even to a camper van in minutes, the incredible work the ocean cleanup are doing to restore the world's most polluted rivers, and a not-for-profit called Detroit Hives who are installing beehives in underserved communities for the benefit of both people and pollinators. And I've said this the last few weeks, and thank you to everyone who has been voting, but just another reminder that over on Spotify, if you're listening there now... Um, I don't know what you'd call it, just like on the episode tile or whatever, you can go in and vote for your favorite story of the week, but you can also leave, there's like a little text box where you can drop in any good news or organizations or anything that you guys want to shine light on. Um, and I can make those public. So let me know down below um, or in the DMs or whatever, what your thoughts on that are, but I can make them public so it can be a bit of a notice board for all the good going on in the world, um, that I don't get a chance to cover in the podcast. So yeah, another reminder to do that. But if you're listening on Apple or YouTube, um, yeah, jump over to Instagram is probably the best way to send those thoughts through. Um, but let's just get straight into our first story, which like I said, is about a school in India where the students pay their fees with plastic waste, can earn money by mentoring others and learn how to do things like install solar panels. So India's Akshar school is definitely not your normal school. And it all started because local families were burning their plastic waste to get rid of it, which is not only really bad for the planet, but it's also extremely dangerous for the people living nearby. And as money was tight in the area, the founders of the school came up with the revolutionary idea to let the parents pay for their children's education with the plastic waste rather than burning it to not only improve the air quality, but also so they could reuse a valuable resource. The plastic is turned into things they call eco bricks, which are pretty much just plastic water bottles that are stuffed full of soft plastics to make them solid. And they use those bricks in construction projects around the school, like to build walkways and garden beds. And so whilst attending Aksha, the students complete all of the basics like science, maths and literacy, but they also learn how to do things like install a basic solar array, build things out of wood and carry out repairs. But another challenge the founders had to overcome is that because the area is really poor, a lot of students would be pulled out of schools at a young age to go work in nearby stone quarries to earn money for their families. So to keep the kids enrolled, as they move through the grades, they have the opportunity to assist teachers in exchange for some pretend money that they can use for things like clothes, shoes and toys. The school now has seven full-time teachers, over 3,000 kids have graduated, and the clouds of toxic smoke that used to plague the area have significantly decreased. And so now moving on to our next story, we're going to look at a super cool modular electric vehicle. So the aim was to produce an all-in-one electric vehicle that someone could use for work, to go on camping trips, and just to get the groceries without having to always drive around an unnecessarily large car. And so the company Electric Brands created the vehicle called the X-Bus and the idea is that you buy the standard base which pretty much just includes the three-seater cabin and a platform that you can customise with some super cool options. For example, you could drive around in the base by itself to go get a coffee, then fit the pickup module if you're moving, turn it into a minibus, get your family from the airport and convert it into a camper van and go exploring. 
And depending on what attachment you have on it, the car is able to fit up to six square meters of solar panels on its roof. And as the base only weighs 800 kilos, they claim that that's enough to get you an extra 200 kilometers of range. And another massive bonus is that the X-Bus features removable batteries. So for longer trips or going off road, you can bring extras like portable chargers for your car. And for urban drivers, there's also talks of opening up battery swap and go stations. And maybe the best thing about this is that you do not have to own all of the eight modules as instead you can just hire them from the company. Now the next story I've got for you guys is about some more of the work the incredible people at the Ocean Cleanup are doing. As you may remember, probably... Oh geez, probably about a month or so ago, we looked at their System 3, I believe. It was the massive pool skimmer that was cleaning up the Great Pacific garbage patch. Well, now I think it is only fitting that we look at their work in uh, or cleaning up the world's most polluted rivers. So rivers are said to be the primary way that discarded plastic gets into our seas and some new research involving the ocean cleanup found that just 1% of the world's rivers release 80% of the ocean plastic. And one river in Guatemala is so bad that it's estimated as much as 30 million kilos of plastic flows through it every year. And that's because a major landfill is literally right next to it. So when it rains, everything just washes straight in. So to help undo our mess, the incredible people at the Ocean Cleanup have invented a whole range of cleanup options specifically for these high priority rivers. And maybe their most well-known device is their plastic barricade that has been installed in that Guatemalan river and it has already captured 1.3 million kilos of plastic in just three months. And to catch any of the trash that makes it through the first line of defense, they also have what they call interceptors at the end of the river that funnel all of the remaining plastic onto a conveyor belt that removes it and sorts it into bins. Last year, the ocean cleanup was able to remove 8 million kilos of plastic from the seas, which was four times their total, and this is just the beginning. And now for the last story on this week's episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast, we're going to be learning about a couple from Detroit who are transforming abandoned lots into urban bee farms. So it's estimated that bees are essential for pollinating up to one third of the world's food, yet in the US, the number of beehives has declined by as much as 60%, largely due to agricultural pesticides as well as habitat loss. And something that absolutely blew my mind is that in places like Michigan, farmers literally have to truck in millions of bees because the local populations have declined so much that they can't pollinate all of their crops. So to help bring the bees back to the city, Timothy and Nicole started Detroit Hives back in 2017 when they purchased a 3,500 square foot vacant lot for just $340 and converted it into what they call a pollinator friendly space. They say that vacant lots are surprisingly helpful for bees because they're free of the pesticides and herbicides that homeowners might use and they're often full of wildflowers that some might deem to be weeds but are actually a really important resource. So far, they've purchased and transformed 27 lots, with the largest one being almost 33,000 square feet, and now they're looking to turn one into a bit of a community hub or hive, featuring lavender and sunflower gardens, a wildflower meadow, and a facility to run beekeeping classes. And maybe best of all, the bees don't just visit the flowers on their lot, they also fly around and pollinate all of the plants in the area so the whole urban ecosystem gets a boost of life. So guys, that has been another episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. And like I was saying at the start, remember to vote for your favorite story. If you're watching on, or if you're listening on Spotify, remember to vote for your favorite story so I can better direct future episodes. And uh, yeah, while you're there, make sure to drop in also any good environmental news that you came across so 
other people can see it as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts uh, if you're not listening on there on uh, YouTube or over on Instagram. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.